Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Josh Zuniga, host of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, and today we are going to talk about the 2021 market recap. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Guys, we are back. This is the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Josh Zuniga. I am with the fantastic Carl Freund. We're doing that again this we season? We are doing this again. Right. We are bringing it back. It is. It feels good to be back, first feels very of all. good. Yeah. Like, we've been antisocial, I think. It feels like... It feels like We've been doing a disservice to our to our audience. Can't here. do that. Yeah, no, Can't do absolutely that. not. So you and I took a little break, you know, from like November to December here, a little bit of January. We wanted to give our audience a little refresh, um, a little bit of time to actually you know, soak in exactly what happened within the market here in 2021. But here we are in February 2022, and we have some stats for you guys. Yeah, we absolutely do. Carl, you want to hit on it? Well, you got them in front of you, I think. I do have them in front of you. I mean, right? synopsis, right? Yeah, but, I mean, we're the gonna, market wouldn't. We're going to give you guys stupid. a synopsis of some of the key indicators of what 2020 was and 2021, and maybe even give you some predictions on what 2022. I think that's the most important thing we do. Which is yeah, probably the sure. most important uh, topic of what our conversation is going to be today um, to give you as far as your information. So, first, we're going to talk about active listings in 2021 versus 2020. Here it says, I'm gonna just round up the numbers, 72,000 total active listings in 2020. Mm -hmm. In 2021, 42,000 active listings. Break that down, like why? Yeah. Why? Inventory. Inventory. Yeah. But why low inventory? I think that's what we have to ask ourselves. Yeah. And, and I think here's what's really happening in the dynamic of the environment has changed a little bit, right? Absolutely. And so we yes. saw just a massive run up in 2020. So affordability going into 2021 was kind of tough, right? Mm -hmm. People are like sticker shock, like, holy crap, I can't afford that house anymore. Mm -hmm. But then eventually you start to feel like, okay, well, if I want to get back into the game, I'm going to have to fork out a big check, right? And people become a little bit more comfortable with it, so they start writing checks. And the problem is, is that if you are a seller, a potential seller, you know, you don't have a lot of incentive to sell right now, if, unless you're going to take the capital gains, right? Right. And so it's like, because you're going to have to rebuy a house at a huge price tag and potentially with the interest rates going up, it will cost that same house that's 557,000, wherever the average price was, right? Right. 557,000, uh, what was it, 575? Um, yeah, we'll get into that next, but yeah, now it is in 2021, okay. it's five, 572. Five, 572, 575, right? Yeah. That same mortgage for that same house is going to be more expensive. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference in payments between 2.875% and it could potentially be. I don't know. We'll probably maybe even see three eight seven five this year. Four yeah, percent. I absolutely think we will, for sure. Well, I mean, there's only one way for them to go up. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it, and it's really funny. Let me put this in comparison too, because I started in the industry 22 years ago. Okay, that makes me old, and I have the advantage of seeing this happen a couple times. In 2020, what we saw was a massive meltdown of the stock market, and. I'm a little worried that we're seeing a little bit of the same thing right now. Literally, it's, it's, it's the happening same right play. now. Everything. And if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, go back and look at the past. And we were back then at eight percent. You know, it was a good rate. You know, when they hit sevens, we were like high fiving. When they hit sixes, we're like, we're never going to see this again in our lifetime. And Legitimately, we're, we're all saying, yeah, that. we're spoiled at this point right now. Because I mean, back in the '80s and '90s, I mean, a twelve percent mortgage it was like okay. Uh huh. But. People are, people are the, the problem that we're seeing now is that if you're locked into 2875, the mortgage rates go to anything above that. 
there's less incentive for those people to actually sell. Less incentive. Yep. There so it go. makes sense. Less inventory. Yeah. So obviously there's an that's like almost that's more than almost almost, almost 20, half. Yeah, almost yeah. half of what the inventory was in 2020. I didn't. I when I saw this number, I was actually floored. I was like, that is pretty crazy. What's it going to be like about? this year? Yeah. Right? If as rates go up, like you were saying, inventory is already really tight. Right. I don't. I just is just me. I don't see the the as I don't see it as competitive as it was in the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. A lot of people already made the move. So like the average number of sales per month has gone down. Yeah. You know we're seeing that because I think people are like, yo, I'm happy where I'm at. Right. Absolutely. So like they made the move, they got locked in, and they don't want to move. Mm-hmm. So unless you're having to move, whether it be like a you know life event, a you know child, a marriage, a divorce, or whatever situation yeah, it is, relocation, relocation, you know, then I think we'll see that inventory you know pop up. Yeah. But you know that's that we're, that'll be the new norm. Legit. It is going to it is going to be the new norm. Yeah. yeah. So as as inventory hopefully you know has to do a rebound here in 2022. Who knows if the interest rates, like you were saying, continue to go up, that's not going to be incentive for anybody to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then they're going to have to go into a mortgage, not only, uh, more than what they currently pay, probably a hundred thousand dollars more. And we'll talk about that here next than what they're currently in at a higher interest rate. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to sell. So people trying to buy are going to be in another pinch. People are looking to move here and relocate from, uh, from other cities, which Arizona is rated number two for inbound migration. Now Who's number one, I'm assuming Florida Got yeah, it has to be Florida. Got be. So we beat Texas yeah. cause we were number three. Yeah. Um, that's, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard situation. So the competition is still going to be there guys, but I don't, I honestly, just me personally, and, you know, talking with my team and uh, speaking to other agents, it's not the frenzy that it was this time last year where it was absolutely bonkers, 30, 40 offers and houses were selling in hours. Uh, minutes, you know, yeah. sight and seen offers you hit, the, you know, play on the MLS and you got an offer 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that reminds me very reminiscent of 2005. Yeah. When we were writing offers on the property back then, we didn't have electronic. Believe it or not. <laughs> You're writing them on the We were writing them on the car hood. Hood you know? of cars. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, carbon copy. Yep. And so that makes me a little bit nervous. But one thing, who could screw it up for me? And I think it would be the home builders. Uh, because I think here's what happens, right? So you see this massive shortage of inventory, and it takes time to build homes. So you've got to buy the land. Then you have to do the entitlements. Then you've got to do the, you know, actual permit process, then you've got to bring it out of the ground, and then you've got to, you know, there's so much logistics that go into building new homes that it lags, a, you know, two or three years. Mm-hmm. And so home builders just turn on the freaking afterburners, you know, two years ago while they're just starting to get ramped up. It takes time to start building that, well, know, that machine. Yeah. yeah. And so what I think is going to happen is that that could, you know, kind of equalize things a little bit for us. But again, where are new homes being built? In the outskirts, outskirts, you know, so you're going to see a lot of growth in places like Buckeye or Goodyear or, you know, Tolleston or, you know, even Florence. Never Florence thought that was a thing. Casa Grande. Casa Grande. Blowing up. Never, would never even think of that, yeah. right? Like, not a, Maricopa, ain't happening. Yeah. But now, look at those cities and they're really doing a, a massive amount of development. Mm-hmm. So I personally know, and you obviously know this, like, so Maricopa County, or Maricopa, the city alone, is supposed to double their population here within the next three to five years. Yeah, That is absolutely no insane. Buckeye well, being rated one of the fastest growing cities in the down. nation. Yes. They just got approved for a, a new huge master plan community. I think it was like 30,000 homes, something of yep. the sort. That land, obviously, that's, the further you go out, the, the less um, the less cost of land is going to actually be. Of course. For the development, right? Yep. 
But like you were saying, this, uh, this lag time, um, I still don't even think what the builders are trying to do and catching up with that process, you know, is still, they're still running in too many issues with logistics for materials. That's not keeping them, you know, really afloat. Labor too. Yeah, labor. Yeah. Labor's a big one. Um, because when we first, like even last year, when we first got into these, some of these properties, they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be done in six to eight months. I have builders saying 14 to 24 months now. You know, they, they actually started leaving off the close date. On the contract? Yeah, I've seen I it. haven't seen that one yet, but yeah. I, I would it would not surprise me. I've seen a few times now where they just literally are like, yeah, it, it gets done when it gets done. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Sign here. Lock in your price. Guys, yep. if you honestly do it, if you're looking to do a new build, like let's talk because there's plenty of builders out here that are looking to lock you in at this price. You can get you this rate. Yep. We can keep on going. Yep. Okay. But let's move on to, I feel like this one is probably the main one uh, that I really like to get into and discuss is the average sales price for Maricopa County. Okay. At the end of 2020, the average sales price was 442000 We are now up $130,000 to five fifty-two. That is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Okay, And that's just from Maricopa County as a whole. Granted, we have Paradise Valley and Scottsdale that um, obviously spike up those numbers that are included in that. But even just for the general like population, to go up $100,000 in any city is pretty remarkable. So yep. what does that say for your average buyer, your first-time home buyer? They're priced out. It's going to hurt. Priced out. It's going to stink, mm -hmm. right? It's going to stink because there's a lot of individuals coming out of college, you know, maybe work in the workforce for two or three years. You know, their goal is always to have an own a home. But if you're coming out of college making fifty, sixty, seven thousand dollars a year, I was like, what is the likelihood to pay for your car, pay for your insurance, pay for your health insurance, pay for your bills, pay for utilities? On top of that, to have a mortgage of four hundred to four hundred fifty thousand, maybe even half a million in two mm -hmm. to three years. Oh, for sure. Uh, what's the likelihood of uh, homeownership? And my my honest opinion, the American quote unquote American dream of homeownership is going to be fading as these years go by. If the market keeps going where it is going, that's going to be not a reality. I would 100 sad to say. Sad, sad to say, but well, you're seeing a lot of institutional investors come in and buying all those single family homes. Yes. Yep. And so America will soon be a, you know, build a rent model, mm -hmm. build a rent, yep. you know, and that's what we do. We do development, you know, full disclosure, we do development. Right? Yes. That's and what are we building? <laughs> build a rent. Build a rent. In Buckeye. In Buckeye. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's honestly where it goes, guys. Like, so if, if that happens and, you know, an individual looking to buy a single family home, what are their options at that point in time? Right? So I think that the condo and the townhouse market um, is going to be seeing a definite spike. Has to. It has to has because to. the only these individuals can't even afford you know single family homes. Mm -hmm. But this is where you run into another pinch. So a lot of what the um, condos and single or the, the townhouses are located mainly in, in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are in Scottsdale. More urban. Yeah. yeah, more and more urban. But Phoenix wasn't really developed you know for being an urban city. I think they made the attempts. Infrastructure five, yeah, yeah. The infrastructure definitely wasn't. Yeah. They tried making attempts, you know, I think five years, um, five years ago, where they tried to put a lot of these um, uh, residential complexes, you know, starting in downtown and then moving up towards, you know, we have midtown and uptown. Mm -hmm. But it, it never saw, no, it never really saw it took off. The multifamily for apartments took off significantly. Yeah. Significantly. A lot of units built. A lot of years. units. Why? Lot because units. the investors know. What and they make their predictions three, five, seven, ten years out, and what uh, what cities are actually going to be seeing this kind of population growth? Mm -hmm. Arizona is going to be one of those, right? So within the next by two twenty thirty, 
we're expected to see 700,000 new jobs coming into um, coming into Arizona. That's not that was even before they were saying before COVID happened. Yeah, right? that's insane. So imagine what this is. We have so much tech coming into this into this county that is absolutely ridiculous. They're calling us the Desert Silicon Valley now. I don't know yeah. if you've heard. Well, about yeah. That. Well, I mean, look at tax issues in California, political issues in California. Yeah. Where are they going to go? Next door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so what, do you, what do you see for 2022? Sales price, sales price, inventory, all of it. So we're only one month in. Inventory is still really tight. Uh, sales price, even just looking at now from month to month, I'm still seeing a one to three percent increase month over month um, in these homes. You know, mm-hmm. so appreciation we saw in some areas up to like twenty-five to thirty percent here within Arizona. If we even see a fraction of that say it goes up ten thousand or or ten percent, so another thirty grand. I know. Right? Which for a lot of people that can it's make a huge that. difference. But Yeah, it's it's it's, it's absolutely insane. And I, for me, guys, if you're looking to buy, you know, this year, mm-hmm. I'd be looking at June, July, and August because that's your best chance of getting in with more inventory. Yeah. You know, people think that the it's inverted in Arizona. It's not. We have the same cycles as everybody else. And it's good school, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, if you do buy a house, I would look at maybe June, July, or August. Yeah. So, so buyers, if you're looking to get into something this year, uh, please make those moves. Take the steps, make the necessary um, contacts that you have to. We can put you in touch with lenders, exactly know what your financials are going to be and what kind of interest rate we can put you in, and then exactly know what your purchase power is. You know, So if you do need to make that move during the summertime, you want to be prepared, all right? Because rates are going to go up. Home prices are continuing to go up. It did kind of like it, it lost momentum, okay? It took I was a breath. Say, it took a breath, and the velocity, you know, definitely cooled down significantly starting in, I saw it starting to come, happen after summer last year. Yeah. But definitely yeah. after in November and December uh, of this year, January. But our spike here within Arizona happens late February, ticks up in March, ticks up in April, ticks up in May, and it starts to trickle off, you know, just like Carl was saying, in the summer months. So yep. if you guys are looking to make some moves, do it at that time. Sellers. Cash out. Cash out. If you're looking, if, if you, you have an option if to, you, if you yeah. have the option to cash out and find another place to where you can be, and your mortgage is not is either the same or less, and you still can get it at a good rate, make the moves. This is what we talk about all last season, especially if you're looking to sell. I was like, at what point in time are you going to be able to put over a hundred thousand dollars into your bank account? Yeah, Some people I, can't do that ever yeah. in a lifetime. So do what you can and figure it out and then invest that money into other investments and create strategies for yourself, for your family, like set up your future. And that's going to be our big thing, our big topic for 2022 is investing your money wisely. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, wonderful. All right, guys, this is it. We have it for our first episode back in 2022. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. We love you. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you found any value in anything that we shared to you today, make sure you like, share, subscribe. We have tons of other content, but we want to make sure you get supported on this channel, but we love you and we'll see you on the next episode.